I'm here with Amy Halston, Head of Brand and Marketing for Northacre. Amy, can I start by asking you to tell us a little bit about Northacre as a company? Yeah, sure. So we are a prime central London property developer. Um, we were founded by a Swedish architect, a chap called Klaas Nilsson, um, around 30 years ago. Um, we have been known in the past of being pioneers of you know, revival, reviving heritage schemes. Um, that's, that's really our sort of heritage. Um, and now, you know, today we're sort of moving more into the new build mixed use space. So you're fortunate enough to be leading the marketing of two of London's most anticipated prime residential developments, uh, due to complete this year at least one of them. Um, can you tell us a little bit about these um, really exciting projects? Yeah, so we have, yeah, as you say, we've got two live projects at the moment. Um, number one, Palace Street, um, is the most incredible site. Um, it's located basically opposite Buckingham Palace. When it completes, it will be the only residence which basically looks over the Palace Gardens, which is, you know, fantastic. Um, we've got 72 apartments in there across five different architectural styles, um, and it really is the most special scheme. Like, even as a building site now, you can just see it all coming together and how incredible it's going to be. Um, and, yep, so we're due to complete later this year um, on that one. So it's been a bit of a, you know, labour of love, but we're getting there. Um, and then um, just down the road, we have the Broadway, which is on the former site of New Scotland Yard. Um, and that is our sort of real, you know, first big um, new build and mixed use development. And um, Multiplex were our contractors there. And, you know, the progress on site is just incredible. They're flying. Um, we've got six cores up. And, you know, we stood on the floor plates looking at the, you know, the views of you know, the Abbey and Big Ben um, a couple of weeks ago, and we are on track to complete by the end of next year. With that Great, one. fabulous. Yeah. Um, so I guess they're both very different uh, developments in their own right. Um, so would you say you have different marketing approaches for each one? I think that given the price point of, you know, of both developments, I mean, at the um, Palace Street, the average price point of apartments left is 12 million. Um, average price point at the Broadway is around about five million. So we are, you know, we really are targeting, um, you know, ultra high net worth, that 1% of the 1%. So I feel like, you know, in terms of events and things like that, um, I think the target audience for both schemes is, is relatively the same. Um, we often say actually with Palace Street that the parents will buy in Palace Street, it's a little bit more traditional, you know, and that the kids will, will buy in Broadway because it's just a cool, vibrant new, you know, destination. Um, but ultimately, I, I guess, you know, we have to think about how digital work, you know, digital marketing works for either development. And, you know, you have to consider whether or not if someone sees an advert on Google, is that going to actually really target the right buyer? Um, you know, for both schemes, we've had a bit of, you know, dipping our toe in the water on digital marketing. Um, I think we'll probably try a little bit more this year. Um, and then also, I think it's just trying to understand really how social media marketing could help us. Because um, if you think of the generation today, everyone's on social media all the time. So maybe it might be the kids that are saying to their parents, you know, I've seen this great development. Perhaps we should go and have a look at this. So that's, that's something that we should be, you know, looking more at as well, I feel. Yeah. So when you think about the actual Northacre homeowner, even though, I guess, with the different price points, they have different t target audiences. Do you, do you, could you sort of describe who that Northacre homeowner really is? So when you think of targeting them, like, is there a sort of um, description? Well, I mean, I, I definitely think there's a, you know, it's not sort of 
one shape fits all or anything like that. Um, you know, our, our buyers are, are very discerning. Um, you know, they're likely to have multiple homes around the world. You know, they might be interested in just having a pied de terre in Palo Street, for example, or maybe they're more interested in having, you know, an apartment in the Broadway for investment purposes, um, or to buy for their children if they're sending them to school over here. Um, so, you know, I think in terms of actually targeting, targeting those buyers, the best way of doing that really is to collaborate with, with partners where possible. Um, I like to try and think, you know, if you think of... Um, luxury I suppose in terms of tangible items or whatever I always think there's five pillars property obviously being one of them which we're in yachts jets cars and then you've obviously got jewelry and watches so you know so the best way to try and get in front of the right audience I think is to try and you know work with with those brands essentially right um so if we sort of have a look at where those buyers are coming from now so it's been a little unsettled here in the UK, you know, due to the election and Brexit. Do you think that's impacted where your buyers are coming from? Um, in terms of, you know, I guess demographics and locations, possibly not. I mean, we, you know, we we have buyers, we have interest that comes in from the US, and we have a lot of Middle Eastern interests, um, a lot of interest comes out of Asia, and of course here in the UK as well. Um, I think that. You know, Brexit, I think people have been taking their time a little bit more. They've been waiting for an outcome, which obviously has been, you know, this, this Brexit conversation has been going on for years now. Um, so I think people have definitely been taking their time just to see how the market might go. Um, I think, you know, follow post-election, obviously the election that took place in December, I think that we have seen the market move a little bit now. Um, you know, us, for all of us at Northacre, we've, you know, we've seen... we've managed to sell quite a few apartments post or post the election and we've probably sold more in the last couple of months well we've definitely sold more in the last couple of months than we have in the last couple of years so I think that's really a sign of the market is you know it's returning yeah I, I suppose um there is now that confidence that's going to come into the market isn't it so it seems like it, it's on it's on its way up so yeah. now probably would be a good time for UK um you know, interested UK buyers to consider yeah, both developments. Yeah, I think that London is always going to be a safe bet in terms yeah. of investment. It's, you know, it's London is just a, such a key player in the world stage, really, that, yeah, yeah. it's never going to be a bad decision, I don't think, buying buying in London. Yeah, and I guess um, you said the Asia market is, um, you're getting some interest out of there, which um, no doubt, um, you know, um, the various different, you know, the Chinese or the Asian market, like people love the thought of living in the UK, don't they? And this gives them a great opportunity to do that. So have yeah. you been doing some marketing sort of in the Asian market? Yeah, we have. So, um, you know, the team, well, certainly since I've been with Northacre, gosh, we must have been over to Asia now three or four times. Um, you know, it is a key market for us. You know, if you think of the drivers um, for those Asian buyers when they're, you know, making their decisions, you've obviously got education. And, you know, and they love things like the landmarks that are right on our doorstep. So whether it's the Palace or it's Big Ben or, or whatever it might be. Um, so, so, yeah, so it, it is a key market for us. We'll be, you know, all being well. We'll be back, back there quite a lot this year. Um, it's quite an eye-opener, actually, when you're there on the ground to see how they operate. It's just so, it's so different. The, obviously, the culture is just so different two hours but even when you come back or you're communicating with you've had you know after obviously having face-to-face -face time with these potential buyers just the way that you communicate to them whether it's I don't know via WeChat I mean everything is done via WeChat as we well know yeah. <laughs> um but just just the language that you're using is just so different it's so playful and you know 
the use emojis. of emojis is just you know you meet someone and then before you know it and within half an hour they're sending you love heart emojis and <laughs> you know all sorts of things so it's that's that takes a little bit of getting used to yeah the communication yeah yeah absolutely. and do you think just on that um i think if i sort of skip to sort of thinking about this it's sort of experiential marketing do you think that the asian um, market and the, and the and the market abroad is it good if they could sort of picture themselves experiencing the uk you know as well as the apartment would you say that is quite important experiential marketing yeah absolutely because i think people you know they want to see the, they want to see themselves living within a space it's not just about the four walls anymore um, so you know they they really want to experience that London living. So you know whether that's in terms of um, the amenities on site or the service that perhaps concierge offers. You know I think everything about it is is all comes down to experience at the end of the day. Yeah. So when we sort of think about five ten years ago, um, I guess that would would mean that perhaps before they were looking more at, at the actual product. Um, but now would you say that that the luxury consumer is more about the experience and, and they want more now? Or like, how would you sort of see the change? Yeah, I think they the want change? more, um, I mean, t- certainly in terms of, you know, what they're actually buying into. They want to know how their, you know, their net porter delivery is going to be taken care of. You know, they want to know how they're going to be able to charter their car, where they, you know, where they're going to park their car. Um, you know, the anything from the personal training that they might receive on site to, you know, any kind of treatments, it's, you know, that's a, that's a definitely an, an important factor. Um, I think consumers are now are far more sophisticated and, um, you know, more educated now in terms of the brands that they want to sort of buy into. You know, they're much more interested in, you know, a brand's ethos and their, and their values. And I think also, you know, how that might translate into property will be, you know, we'll be looking more at the sort of sustainable angle. So where are, our, where are you know, our materials coming from? Where does our timber come from? Where does our marble come from? And then actually when, you know, when, when a development completes and people are actually living there, it'll be more about the estate managers and how they're running that building and what, you know, what their ethos is in terms of, you know, recycling or use of plastic and, and things like that, I think will be very important. And I think we will see that more so over the next five to 10 years than we have done previously. Yeah, I mean, it's really very much a touch point, isn't it, for, for currently the sustainability element and, and the sort of um, trying to keep it fairly carbon neutral. And yeah, absolutely. To... And we, you know, um, us as developers as well, we, we're obviously realistic that, you know, for example, we're putting six towers up in prime central London. So, you know, obviously our carbon footprint is substantial, um, but we are, you know, moving forward any future development that we work on with you know sustainability and obviously the environment will be and how we do things will be completely different yeah great so if we have to think about so the marketing mix when you look at partnerships and collaborations would you say that's that's sort of key part of your marketing um for both developments yeah it is because you know having face-to-face time um with these potential buyers is just, you know is so important for us you want to be able to um, build up trust you want to build up confidence um, and so, you know, collaborations really is the only way that you can, or is the best way that you're going to get in front of those potential potential buyers. Um, you know, we, we see a lot of our competitors obviously doing collaborations and partnerships as well within the market. We've seen people aligning themselves with art, see whether that's freeze or it might be masterpiece. Um, at Northacre, we've aligned ourselves with London Craft Week previously. Um, you know, and we've also aligned ourselves with yachts, jets, more recently, um, horse racing, just, but really just sort of trying to tap into those passion points 
um, mm. and where we think that we could, you know, get in front of the right people. Yeah, I guess they're all luxury lifestyle assets in that they're all adding to people's lives, aren't yeah, they? So exactly. They've got exactly. Their, their residents. And it's got... all, you know, it's all very much experience led as well. And you want someone to be able to come away from a weekend just thinking, you know, wow, they've thought about every last minute. And, you know, from the moment we were picked up to the moment that we were dropped off and we've had a great time. And, you know, I think they, I think it all helps, helps with the, the buying process, essentially. Yeah. Well, I, but I think probably the last thing I wanted to ask is, have you got any exciting news that you'd like to share um, about this year? Um, anything, any kind of, anything you'd like to, to tell people what, what's the plans for Northacre? Yeah, so, um, so this year is a, I mean, it's a huge year for us um, as a developer. Um, we, we're due to complete at Palace Street later this year. Um, so and also by hopefully June time we should we should basically have a show apartment. So you know for me as a marketer here in terms of running events and actually getting people through the door for the last two or three years, you know we've been promising that we're going to deliver something very special. You know and just sort of keeping people warm and just you know really teeing people up. But actually this year we actually be able to you know we can bring people in and really show them that we are creating something incredibly special at Palace Street. Um, we are. At the moment, just very, very close to signing up um, uh, an interior designer, a great British British brand, um, you know, that's got strong links to, to royalty, which I think is perfect for Palace Street, given that we are, you know, the palace neighbour. Um, so really excited to reveal that. Obviously, you know, watch this space. Um, and then on the Broadway, um, I mean, just, just being at street level and looking up to these six towers that we're building uh, is just you know, absolutely incredible. And it, we really are, at, you know, adding to London skyline there. It's such a huge development. Um, actually pretty cool. We've just had, um, we've just confirmed the new street name. So to be involved in naming a new street within London um, is incredible. So that will help us with obviously our placemaking. It's going to be called Orchard Place. Which oh, interesting. You know, great. really excited about. So that's, that's great. And then, um, yeah, so we're also completing Broadway next year as well so we'll have a show apartment again probably early 2021 there um, with the development completing end of next year um, and then obviously we'll be moving into getting retail occupiers in food and beverages bars and things like that in so it's yeah so it's, it's a really a, really exciting year for us so it's going to be a busy sort of yeah. almost next few years really yeah. now it's yeah. all going to come to fruition after all these years yeah. so exciting times for really north acre yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh thanks so much thank you thanks for having me